Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast, where we bring you the best growth strategies from the world's experts to help build your business fast. And now, here's your host, Mark Fidelman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast. Today, joining me is Sheila Clefcorn, and we're going to talk about fractional CMOs. And if you don't know, I'm kind of a fractional CMO, full-time CMO. I've, I've done it all, so I've got a lot of knowledge in this space. And we're going to talk about with Sheila what it means to have a fractional CMO and what benefits and what the downsides are to having a fractional CMO versus a, a full-time CMO. So with that, Sheila, welcome to the show. And if you could give us kind of a short background on yourself. Well, thank you, Mark. It's great to join you today. We offer mid-market companies the opportunity to take advantage of an experienced part-time senior level chief marketing officer or VP of marketing, plus get a full team of marketing specialists for about the same cost as hiring a full-time chief marketing officer. The result is a better return on investment for your marketing investment and the ability to scale your business much, much faster. All right. And who cares about a, a, why would somebody want a fractional CMO? Well, for mid-market companies, they often have uh, mid-level marketing talent. Uh, those people in-house are typically generalists who try to do everything to the best of their abilities, but they often struggle, which means there's a, a learning curve. There's uh, a delay to implementing results and just they're wearing too many hats. So for a mid-market company that really wants to scale, they can take advantage of a part-time chief marketing officer, plus have a full team of specialists to help them get better results faster and more efficiently. Is that because they just have more experience and you're not paying full price for somebody with that same experience? And I know you get the execution arm of it, which is nice, but uh, what, what is the, why not hire a full-time person versus a fractional person with a lot of experience? Don't you want to build up the full-time person um, so that they can carry on? Or are, do you suggest them just maintaining a fractional CMO until they're bigger and, and have outgrown them? Well, I think it depends on the business. Um, so we work with B2B companies, companies who sell to other companies. And for some of those companies, uh, we can help them grow pretty significantly, uh, but it, it is not unusual for me once they get much, much bigger, once they're into the hundreds of millions of dollars, that they need a full-time CMO and a full-time in-house marketing team. So we did that for a big bank where we started, they had three people, we helped them over the next 10 years. And then by that time, we had trained up an in-house team of 40 people to take over. And they grew massively. Now they're a major, now they're the largest bank in the in the southeastern United States. So it, it's really about knowing what type of resources you need for the size of company you have and getting the best ROI on that team. And do you start with sort of a diagnostic? I mean, how, how do you really know what the optimal CMO, who the optimal CMO is and the best team? How do you, how do you really know that? Absolutely. We start with a complimentary marketing audit, which is a very exhaustive audit of their current marketing, including digital marketing, traditional marketing, what their team is doing, all of those kinds of things. And 
they get a huge report. It's usually 40 to 50 pages long that gives them a roadmap based on where they are, what they would need to do to succeed. And there's no cost for that audit. The reason that we do that is it gives them a sense of my thinking, my team's thinking, so they can feel like they can trust it. We also want them to have an opportunity to see what the plan would look like. And what it does on my side is it gives me a sense of whether they'd be a good fit for this kind of program, if we can actually hit it out of the ballpark for them. And so in our experience, our agency is 22 years old, um, actually this Sunday. And uh, we've been doing this for a long time with a lot of different clients in the B2B space. And we have found that that audit creates a roadmap for both of us to be successful. So part of that roadmap is KPIs and goals? Absolutely. It includes a full strategy, not just about KPIs and goals, although that is included. It also includes a perspective on their messaging, their go-to-market strategy, where there are some holes, a competitive strategy. It gives them a sense of where they are in the, especially in the digital space where most marketing happens these days and where they would need to go. Okay. And I I presume you're looking at branding and and all aspects of marketing. It's not just a a part of marketing. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. We have a a full service B2B agency and for a handful of clients, I'm their head of marketing as well. Excellent. So, you know, when I, when I look at this program, and, and I'm a big advocate of it, uh, especially smaller companies that want to grow big and just can't afford the, you know, more seasoned CMO that's been there, done that, what, what would be your advice for um, the right type of company to hire you? At what point should they, what, what should be occurring in their business where mm-hmm. you recommend they reach out to somebody like you and say, hey, we need your help? Sure. So, The best companies for this uh, program are around $5 million to $50 million in revenue. Their sales have plateaued. They're struggling with having enough leads to fill their sales pipeline. Or they're a company that's been really focused on sales and hasn't done a lot of marketing and really wants to take it to the next level. So if they're in that revenue range and they want to scale faster, but they don't have the budget to hire a full in-house marketing team, a senior level team, then this is the right program for them. Okay. And, but is there anything going on in their business of uh, the plateauing? Okay. I got that. Is there anything else uh, that kind of signals to them that, Hey, we better start looking outside because our in-house, wh- whoever it is, is not getting it done. Anything else besides the plateauing revenue? Well, typically they've already worked with an in-house team that's junior. Typically they've also tried outsourced agencies who worked very separately from them and maybe even had a transactional relationship. And they thinking, hmm, I'd really need to have this in-house so that people can, my team can know my brand and really know my business. So the benefit of the fractional CMO program and, and agency together the way we provide it is that we act as an extension of their team. We go to their executive meetings, we participate across product marketing, sales, all aspects of the business. So they get the experience of a full-time team, but they don't have to invest that kind of a budget. Okay. Uh, And I think that's the key thing. I mean, just having somebody that's been there and done that before is very reassuring to that five to $25 million company. Mm -hmm. They're more relaxed. They've been there. They know there's pitfalls. They know how to set up the systems in order to measure everything. So it's, 
I, I'm a big advocate of it, especially if you can do it at a fractional basis so that you're not spending three, four $400,000 for a CMO uh, when you're a $5 million company. It's a, it's a big expense. Yeah. Um, so, okay. I mean, in our case, they can get a $2 million marketing team for about the cost of hiring a CMO. Yeah, it's remarkable. And, and let's, let's dive into that. I'm going to come back to the, to the fractional CMO. Okay, so I'm, I'm guessing if the, the, the CMO sets the strategy, the KPIs, the framework, making sure that the data can be measured, and then the team comes in and does the execution of it. But what does that look like? Um, can you walk us through, let's say, you know, you want one of the, somebody listening on this phone call hires you, Walk us through that process. That's exactly right. So there's an there's the audit prior to working together. Once uh, we do work together, there's a, a strategy time period. It usually takes about a month to do that. Uh, by then, we've presented a strategy that's aligned with the other areas of the business. So we've worked with the head of sales. Uh, we've worked with the head of operations or product development and those kinds of things. And we, we've generated a joint plan together. Based on that plan and the goals, the growth goals of the company, then we can start to execute. And they will have, just as if they had in their in-house team, a head of uh, strategy and SEO, a head of business intelligence, a head of email marketing, a head of advertising, a head of events and trade shows, for example. They'll have all of those same people that they would have in-house, but they simply can't afford. And then we're going to operate on a cadence the same as they do in-house. So we attend their executive meetings. We have joint meetings with their other teams. And through that, we're able to have a shared understanding of both what the plan is, but also how execution happens. And we push hard. We've got goals every quarter to hit to, to reach their milestones. So here, an example is we worked with uh, a company in Texas for about 10 years and we grew them to a re the, the size that the owners wanted. And then one of the owners died. One of the two owners died, unfortunately, from a heart attack. And the other owner, he was in the position of now being in business with that other partner's wife. And he, he was in his 70s and he wanted to make a change. So he came to me and said, you know, Sheila, you've really built a system for us. You've been our head of marketing for the past 10 years. And I want to put this thing in overdrive. So in 10 months, we grew the company from 15 million to 35 million so that he could sell it. And it was a completely different strategy in that last year than the prior 10 years because of the goals changing for the company. Okay. Well, uh, and then how are you measured? Do, do you have like monthly meetings, quarterly meetings, weekly meetings? How are you measuring progress along the way? weekly meetings and we provide uh, KPIs and reporting every two weeks. Excellent. And you got what via dashboard? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. we have dashboards. Uh, we can work with whatever tech stack they have or, or provide uh, a tech stack, you know, if they're using Salesforce, for example, if they're using HubSpot, what, whatever that is. And then oftentimes we provide consulting on connecting with their customer service teams analyzing data from other things. So, so there's the marketing program, but the same thing that happens on an in-house team is you have all the connectors to all the other departments in the company. And that's what most agencies don't touch. That's what we do touch. Okay. So, you know, one of the biggest challenges I see is, especially a company that's 5, 10, 15 million, 
is they've had a lot of early success based on early ways of doing things, you know, like real startup ways of doing things. And they don't, most don't have the foresight. It's not their fault. They're just trying to survive, but most don't have the foresight to put the right systems in place to grow to the next level. Uh, and, and that includes, you know, whether it's an ERP system, which still might be too early uh, for somebody that small, but a mm -hmm. CRM system, all of these things that you're, you see traditionally in larger organizations, are you making those types of recommendations? And, and if so, how challenging is it to kind of put systems in place to measure everything that's going on in these B2B organizations that are fast growing? It, it's one of the number one challenges I have when I go in. Absolutely. Yes, we're absolutely making those recommendations or we're, we're working with platforms that they already have. So an example is we work with a company that does fire and restoration uh, for companies all over the United States. And they were really struggling because they did not have an effective CRM si system and they didn't have a, a team to qualify the leads before they got to their estimators. So we've implemented not just a CRM for the company, but also we've partnered with uh, an appointment setting firm to qualify those leads before they get to sales. I just had a call a couple of hours ago with the CEO of the company and he said, you know, you guys have killed it. This is amazing. The visibility of the data that we have plus the results, um, he said, I couldn't be happy. Yeah. Uh, and that's, a, that's really a big one uh, is just giving them insights into their own business and therefore they can make better decisions because I can count on, first of all, one hand, how many, how many companies I've come into that have those systems in place under 25 million. And, but once it's in place and they're all of a sudden saying, Whoa, we need to be monetizing this, or we need more mm -hmm. leads. We can get more leads from this. Uh, all of these things that they didn't know because they weren't measuring it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I had also, a conversation with another client this morning about that very same thing saying, you know, I, this is, this is an, a newer client saying, you know, we have all this software. I don't even understand how it works, how it works together and, and what I should be looking at. I don't right. even have somebody to negotiate good pricing on that stuff. Wow. So that's what do we'll you, be taking care of for them. Do you ever, uh, do you ever bring in like a data scientist at any point in time to help with yeah, that we stuff? Have, we have a business intelligence group within our company and our data analysts will be, we, we first look at our marketing data and making sure that we have the right connectors in with sales and that we know we can follow the funnel of leads and make sure that they are converting. But we end up, because we have really smart people on our team, we end up doing a lot of data analysis for other aspects of the business as well. Oh uh, yeah, that makes total sense. Um, okay, so do you have any like examples and you could, you could scrub, scrub their names, of course, but any examples that you'd like to share from somebody that, you know, brought in a uh, fractional CMO, maybe it was yourself or some, somebody on your team. And, you know, what was the, what was the problems they were solving? What were the insights and what was the, the, the end result? Sure. So I can actually read a testimonial from one of our CEOs that, that we're currently working with. After many years of experience with both outsourced and inside marketing teams, I'm very happy with our partnership with Sheila Clefcorn and KEO Marketing. Sheila understands the overarching strategy of aligning marketing, product development, and sales, and acts as an extension of our core team. She serves as our VP of marketing on all leadership conversations. They've provided the complete panel of experts we need to compete in today's complex digital marketing world, and our leads and sales continue to increase with Sheila and the team at KEO driving demand. 
I'm very happy with our partnership with KEO Marketing. This is a business that doubled in size in less than a year after our starting to work with them. But what did you do for them? What was it that you, you did? Well, we did that process that I just talked about in terms of the audit and the strategy. One of the things that we did for that company in particular is we relaunched their website. We did a lot of conversion rate optimization on the website so that we were driving, it's a SaaS company, and we, were, we wanted to drive people into the demo experience uh, to increase sales. So even just within two weeks of launching the new website, we increased leads by 48% and they've continued to increase from there. Yeah, it's amazing, really. I mean, you come across these companies that are, that are growing or they're stagnant in growth or, and they're looking for insights and, and they're expecting these big wow moments when a lot of times it's just a little, these are just micro improvements that overall, you know, push through the next barrier, increase revenue uh, and uh, just dramatically over time as you keep improving them. Uh, increase revenue. Absolutely. Uh, and the other thing is that most of the time for these CEOs of these smaller mid-market companies, if they hire an agency, it means that they have to do a lot of the work to translate to the other members of their team. So this allows them to avoid having to manage marketing and an agency, which takes them away from what they should be doing, which is focusing on uh, you know, generating investments in the company or expanding the brand or, or whatever the thing that they want to do. Um, yeah. It allows them to avoid hiring generalists that fit their budget, but don't have the specialized experience that their company needs. And it also helps them avoid building out an expensive senior level marketing team, which is going to take a long time to get up to speed. Because we do this in the B2B space all the time, they have the advantage of a much faster start, a much less expensive experience. And it really can help them get to the next stage. It's not uncommon for me after we get them to 50 or 100 million to say, okay, it's time for us to transition to you having an in-house team. And then we'll train those people and make sure that the systems are are set to scale. Um, But we really specialize in that five to $50 million range because that's the toughest to to have enough money to to hire the kind of team they really need to get to that next level. Okay. Um, so is there anything that I didn't bring up in terms of hiring a fractional CMO and a team to go with him or her that I should have that, you know, my audience would like to know or should know? Yeah. Thank you for asking that. So too many businesses struggle with wasted money on marketing that didn't deliver results. They struggle with an in-house marketing team without the specialized skills to succeed. And they find themselves constantly switching marketing strategies, trying to find the program that works. So if they're tired of making all these investments, both in terms of time and money, and they want to do something different, but still, and be able to scale, but still be able to handle it with the size that they are, then a fractional CMO plus agency team like ours might be the best solution for them. We offer the the complimentary marketing audit, so there's no obligation to find out if they're the right fit. We take on a limited number of clients at any one time. We have two spots available right now for this kind of offer, and uh, it's an easy thing to check out. All right. Um, And I know you've got a special offer for anybody listening. Do you have a URL that you could share real quickly? And we'll also put this in the show notes. 
Yeah, absolutely. So they can go to keomarketing.com, go to services and choose fractional CMO, or they can go to keo.biz slash FCMO, Frank CMO. All right. Well, with that, Sheila, pleasure to have you on the podcast today. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to welcome you back if you've got a use case or something that you want to talk about. And we just talk about that company where you guys came in, you did a lot of things and came out the other side of it. And they're a whole new company that's been transformed. Maybe they went public, something like that. I'd love to have us talk through a use case like that in the future. Yeah, we'd be happy to. And thanks so much, Mark, for having me on the show. I love what you're doing and the people that you have. This has really been an honor. So thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Sheila. 